Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sunny Day Show, home of gospel, hip-hop, and R&B, where we definitely bring you the latest information and current news, as well as pop culture and the faith-based community. So I am glad that you are joining me today. Listen, this episode is necessary. Somebody say necessary. Yes, this episode is necessary. And I am glad that I have the platform to be able to share my thoughts, my opinions, and give you some insight on my viewpoint on what is taking place in our world at this current time. Don't you go anywhere. Go tag somebody and tell them that they need to listen to this podcast. Hello, everybody. This is your girl, Sunny Day, and you're listening to the home of gospel, hip-hop, and R&B, the Sunny Day Show. And, of course, we must talk about what everybody is talking about, because that's what this show is about, bringing you current events, pop culture, faith-based community news and information. And we're going to talk about today racism in America. If you have not been under a rock, you probably have experienced or even witnessed or um, tuned in to some form of racism um, that has taken place in our country. And I thought it was necessary to have this conversation and, of course, give my perspective or my views on the subject matter. Um, I don't proclaim to be one um, that is um, an expert in the subject matter. However, I am one that can give you um, my views and whether or not you agree with it, that's your choice and your um, opinion. So with that, um, there are a lot of things that we got to pay attention to and we got to realize racism has been around um, forever. And I believe we are taking steps and measures to try to dismantle racism. Will racism continue in America? I absolutely believe it will. Um, There's no way that we will eradicate um, racism in America because of the foundation in which America was built on. And until, as I say all the time, until you can get to the root of the tree, um, the branches have already grown. If you want to look at the analogy of a tree, Um, the seed has been planted. And when the seed has been planted, it grows, right? And so when a tree grows, it grows into branches and branches and branches. So it extends way further than what you can even imagine it to be. And those limbs grow uh, because somebody is continuing to water and nourish the seed. So how do you um, find that racism will not go away because those branches have been expanded. And if you look at it, an analogy of a tree, someone can take a piece of the tree um, and replant it, right? And start it all over again. So when things like that of that nature has occurred, which I believe it has, there is a possibility that you can uproot the one tree but you don't know how many other trees have been planted from that one seed. Do you follow what I'm saying? I hope you do. 
And so when it comes to racism in America, I believe that is the basis on how this thing has um, protruded and how this thing has um, really shaped our country. Everything that has been done or everything that is has been shaped under this particular uh, racist gesture or this uh, racist foundation. Because as far as I can remember, um, and and it was in the Constitution, so even the forefathers wrote this, that and, and if I find that racism is only directed toward a certain group of people, and um, I would love to know if racism exists within the um, and and different in your own community. I know that in the black community there are races, there is racism in the black community against one another. I just don't know if there is in other cultures, which I would love to to find that out. Does racism exist in other cultures in other cultures amongst each other? And that there will uh, let you know that racism is really a disease that is um, transferred and it's a learned behavior. So one cannot say that um, you're you're taught to be racist. That is a learned behavior. Someone, taught you and I can think of the, my, my my grandbaby I have to teach him what color is I have to teach him what culture is I have to teach him what traditions and customs are I have to train him and show him and teach him so I have to expose him to things and so I heard a um I saw a video of a, of a lady um who was taunting at some protesters for Black Lives Matter and she said, I'm going to teach my grandchildren to hate you. Wow. That was so powerful to me and that was so amazing that she would allow that to come out of her mouth. Who says that? I'm going to teach my grandchildren to hate you and they have no idea who their grandmother is whether the kids were born or not, the fact that she said that she was going to take her time to teach her grandchildren to hate another person, whether they're black or whatever color they are, just to teach them to hate. That is amazing to me. So with mentalities such as those that are um, grouped together, because if there's one, there's a thousand others. To be grouped together or to come together with the same agendas, you can see how this type of behavior can spread. And with that, we have to be conscious enough and aware enough to understand that it does exist. So I'm, 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 I'm always amazed at people who says that it doesn't exist. Well, it, it, it's the fact that you may have not experienced it doesn't mean it don't exist just because you haven't experienced it. And that's really bottom line what it is. You haven't experienced something, so therefore you think it doesn't exist. Right?
at the root of racism is hatred, period. There's an emotion that is attached to how you feel about a group of people or certain people or a certain race, um, creed, whatever it is, belief, sex, um, even a person's um, way of thinking. It's at the root of that is hatred. And I always wonder, like, how can a person hate you so much to the point that they will use all of their energy, all of their resources, they will use every power that they have to try to destroy you or to keep you on a certain level. Um, So I'm doing this podcast out in the field today. So you may hear some background noise and different stuff like that, but I thought it'd be different um, just to get out in the scenery and do this podcast today. So but I, as, I, as I'm sitting and looking at different people that walk by me, all different colors and um, different from young, old, all of that. And as I see people drive by and all that different stuff, I'm, I'm just wondering and imagining um, what's in their heart. Because what's in your heart is going to come out of you. You cannot fake what's in your heart. You can't fake it. You can't fake what's in your heart. And what's in your heart will eventually come out of your mouth. And it will reflect in your actions what's really in your heart. And so I think it is a heart issue. Racism is a heart issue. And it is is a, a, a point of you wanting to be superior or have control, or have power over someone else. That's that's the essence of it. That's the root of it. There's no other way. You can't even fix it to try and justify why you would be racist towards someone else. You can't even justify that. And I've heard a lot of people come up with several different reasons as to why you feel hatred towards someone. And I've heard people use, well, especially when it comes to the black community, I've heard people use, um, well, they're lazy or um, they commit crime and they do this and they do that. Okay. Whatever the person does has nothing to do with what's in your heart as to why you would choose to hate someone. What that group of people are doing or maybe not even doing has nothing to do with you. That you would form a opinion, you would form an emotion and then you would let that emotion harbor in your heart and cause you to change how you view somebody and therefore act toward them in a different way is amazing to me.
And even to the point where you will create barriers and create ways in which you will not allow this person or these groups of people to get a step in front of you or get a a step ahead of you. That, that things will be created, folks. A system will be created in order to keep you or a group of people at a certain level. For someone to take that much time and energy over the last decades, a hundred plus years, to create this system, for that to be established and become policy and become law and become rules that America has to follow. And then there becomes a a number of people who jumps on the bandwagon of this establishment of what system has been created and then to operate in that. That is deep. That there, my friend, that is deep. Which means you have to stay in a certain bracket or in a certain mindset for a length of time in order to maintain this system that you've created. So you have decided that I am going to demonstrate hatred forever. Wow. Wow. Can you imagine? And then there the powers that be institute this stuff and directly make sure that it affects certain people. Whether you're Hispanic, whether you're black, whether you're Asian, whether you're um um from a from Arab, where you're from a, a different country, whatever. There, it's not just a black community where racism exists, folks. You have children right now at the border in Texas in a in a in a camp. Nobody's talking about them. Where they have um, don't even have can't even take a bath. Children, seventeen and under. Where children are taking care of children. Because the government have kept these people, these kids, in this camp. Because laws have been created. That no one wants to assist or see how we can change for the sake of the children. We'll just let them sit and rot in a, in a camp for months and, and almost a, and over a year. Without their parents and now they have to look out for one another with limited food limited resources teen mothers giving birth kids can't take a bath there are no diapers with things of that nature and you want to tell me that racism doesn't exist now who wouldn't want to help a child Who would want to see what they can do for the benefit of the child? Because why? It's not the parent's fault. I mean, the child's fault that they're in that situation. So where is the, like I said, it is a heart issue. That is flat out hatred. 
You cannot argue it at all. And if you don't have empathy or sympathy for children, yeah, children, babies, there's something definitely wrong with you. Definitely something wrong with you. As we look at racism in America and we see statues being torn down and we see Confederate flags being banned by NASCAR and we see a company changing their logo image on their syrup, Aunt Jemima. When we see those things happening, happening, You must realize that, and I've heard a lot of people say, like, what is that going to do? That's not going to do anything. How is that going to change? We need to change policy laws, all of the different stuff. And of course, yes, we do. However, let me explain to you why this is so crucial and critical that these things are happening and what it is doing. When you understand spiritual warfare and you understand how um, the kingdom of darkness works, And you understand the power of of hatred and the power of agreement. Then you'll realize why this is so critical. So let me break it down to you um, real plainly. When there's a stronghold or principality that has been established according to Ephesians 6 and 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. This fight is not against one another. But we wrestle and fight against the rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places, principalities and powers. We wrestle against those things. And a principality is simply a force, a demonic force that has taken over a territory, region, country, or whatever. And in this case, this demonic force is racism. And so the way that a stronghold or principality principality can be um, maintained is when there is an agreement. When there's agreement on that principality or that stronghold, it fortifies its position. So it takes root and it set up shop and it expands and grows because I have an agreement. I have people that are in agreement with what is taking place. So when it comes to racism, when there's an agreement with this stronghold or with this principality, it allows for it to continue. So the dismantling of these Confederate generals and the flag being torn down or being removed and not being able to be displayed, which is an which is an agreement of the systematic beliefs of what that flag represents or when the brand changes um, or have a, a picture of a black woman dressed as a woman who um, took care or was the help to as a slave to 
um, white slave owners. And that picture is depicted on a bottle of syrup for a hundred years. And the phrase ain't Jemima has a connotation to it of degradation toward women and especially black women. And if you don't understand that historical reference, then you will not dare not understand what the heck is going on. So it starts with you educating yourself. So when that stronghold is being, or that principality is being torn down, or, or that, that seed is being uprooted, then now you will see evidence of opposition, which means that that is definitely a stronghold or principality. Because if there was no opposition for it, that lets you know that we're in agreement with it. And so when you and, and things that we've done over the years ignorantly, not knowing that we were in agreement with these things by supporting, by raising the flag, by taking pictures with the statues, I'm, I'm in agreement with what that person or that message stood for. I'm in agreement with that. And therefore, that stronghold of principality can maintain and it can take position and take root in a territory. And in this case, it has taken root in the United States of America and probably in other countries as well. So you ask, what is the solution? What is the solution to racism? Well, simple. Love drives out, drives out hate, period. Love is the answer. Love is the, love is the root of it all. If we can do the one simple thing, one simple thing, that every commandment that God has given us, if we can do one simple thing, love our neighbor as ourselves, it will cancel out every other sin. It will cancel out murder. It will cancel out robbing. It will cancel out creating prisons and things of that nature. It will cancel out all of these laws that is designed to keep you suppressed. It'll cancel that out. Why? Because I love you just like I love myself. And I'm gonna, not going to hurt myself. I'm not going to harm myself. Because I love me. So if love is the root of it and love is the answer, how do we get to that? What is it going to take for us to get to love? Join us next time on the Sunny Day Show. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if it is something that has helped you, please share it with somebody. Let them know um, that the Sunny Day Show is on and um, maybe you have a viewpoint that you might agree with through this subject matter. If you do, drop me a comment. I love to to expound on your on your thoughts as well. Take care.